So this is one of those uh, podcasts that I'm about ready to do that I really genuinely hope goes viral, not for the sake of my business, but for the sake of the message that I'm about to share. And I really want to talk to millennials and Gen Z. So Gen Y, Gen Z, I, I, I want to talk to you. And first of all, I want to start off with that I'm coming from a place of non-judgment. Okay, now I'm going to say some things that may sound judgmental, but I'm just asking you to filter through that and to hear my heart and to hear what I'm really trying to say to help you as individuals who want to start a business either now or in the future. So again, this is Gen Y, Gen Z. If you're, if you're outside of that uh, parameter of generations, it's fine. You can listen to it. I'm not asking you to turn it off. Uh, in fact, I'm asking you to share it. Share it with your kids. Uh, share it with your friends. Sh- share it everywhere because I think this is a message that um, really needs to go viral and someone has to say it. I'm, I'm not saying that I'm the only one that says this, but it has to be said. And so um, let's just get started. And what I want to talk about is very, the very thing that I mentioned I'm not going to judge, uh, and it's judgment. Um, right now in the media and in society, there's this uh, there's this thing that's going on where the younger group is claiming that the older group is manipulating, that they are stealing, that uh, they're getting rich at the expense of everyone else. And look, I get it. It seems like the world is on tilt and you've got people rioting in the streets, uh, which I, I find, again, this is not judgment, but I do find it interesting that you have white people out in the street rioting and, call, and, and calling for Black Lives Matter. Now, I know this is sounding a little extreme or controversial, but my point is this. You cannot judge what someone else believes because of the color of their skin, okay? I'm not saying that a white person out there rioting and carrying on out in the street for Black Lives Matter doesn't care about black people because that would be disingenuous as much as them believing that because I'm white that I have some sort of white privilege and that I don't like my, my fellow brother and sister that are black because that's not true. I have many, many very dear and close friends that happen to have the skin tone of brown or black, however you want to define it. But this is really what, what it comes down to is envy. It's the belief that um, somehow you are given the, you are deserved the right to have something someone else worked hard for. That's envy. And there's no place in our society, there's no place in our uh, economy and there's no place in the world really for envy and you can call it class envy you can call it uh commerce envy you can call it you know uh skin envy i don't know what you want to call it but i'm just gonna call it envy i'm gonna call it envy because it can cover so many different things you got to stop being envious of what someone else has so what if 
Jeff Bezos is a multi-billionaire. So what? So what if Elon Musk is a multi-billionaire? So what if so many other people are multi-billionaires? And, you know, the argument out there in the street is that the 1% isn't paying their fair share in taxes. Let me be clear about this. A billionaire is paying their fair share. Let me say that again. A billionaire is paying their fair share. A millionaire is paying their fair share. You and me, if we're following the tax code, and that is the crux of it, if you're following the tax code, code, you are paying your fair share. Legally. Now, does that mean that you could give more to taxes? Of course you could, but who decides how much? How, how do you decide how much of my money do you get to take? Why, any more than why should I decide how much money I get to take of yours? So let, let's just lay this out for a minute. Let's just say that you own a little business and you're making $100 a day. And I want to use your argument, and I'm, and I'm speaking to the millennials and the, um, and the Gen, Gen, uh, Gen Zs, Gen Y, Gen Z. If you're going to use the argument that I'm not paying my fair share or a millionaire is not paying their fair share, or a billionaire is not paying their fair share. Let's just say that I use that argument on you. You're not paying your fair share. You have $100 in your pocket, and you need to pay your fair share. Well, how much of that $100 is fair share to the government, to taxes? How much of it? Is it 30%? 50%? 80%? Hell, why don't we just take it all? 100%. How much is a fair share? And who decides how much is a fair share based on programs that the government wants to, to have? So if I, if I don't have a balanced budget and I start a program that's going to require 120% of my income, how am I ever going to be able to pay my taxes? So I have to pay 100% plus 20%? This is an argument that I realize sounds conservative or whatever. I'm not trying to sound like a conservative. I am a conservative, but I'm not trying to sound like one. What I'm asking is a legitimate question. A very legitimate question. How much of your money, of my money, of a millionaire's money is fair share? Now, here's the other thing. There's someone sitting there saying, well, I'm not saying that you need to pay your fair share because you're not a multi-millionaire or multi-billionaire. Maybe so. But at the end of the day, if I'm paying my taxes, let's say I pay at a tax rate of 20% or 25%, whatever the top rate is at this moment. If I'm paying 25%, I am in the 1% because I'm paying the top rate. 
So how do we decide how much of my money you get to take? And why is it that I have to pay more money than you do under the same exact tax code? Now let's get out of the deep weeds of taxes for a minute and just talk about business in general. I want to share with you a definition of business that I have shared before in other uh, other venues, whether it be video or podcast. Let's talk about what a business is designed to do. A business is not a person, although it can act like a person does because it's run by people. But a business, what is it designed for? A business is designed to maximize to maximize income for the owner. Period. Now I get it, some businesses lose money. A lot of businesses lose money. That's why over 50% fail. But if you look at the purest form of a business, a business is designed to maximize income for its shareholder or shareholders. What does that mean? It means a business is designed to make the most money for its owner. Now, if you do away with that model, there's no money to pay taxes. Because if you're saying that a business is not allowed to maximize income for its owners, guess what? The owners aren't going to make money. How are they going to pay taxes? See, I don't think that my millennial and Gen Z friends that are against, uh, you know, business and economics and, you know, making gobs of money, I I don't think they've thought this through well enough. I'm a capitalist. I am unapologetically a capitalist. And I'm just going to tell you that our human nature... Who we are at the core of our DNA, we're capitalists. Now, let let me simplify capitalism to you. Capitalism is nothing more than that desire to create wealth for oneself. Now, you might be sitting there lying to me, I will argue, that you don't want to be wealthy. Everybody wants their their fair share. Many of the people that say they don't want to be wealthy are the very ones that are sitting there with expensive uh, smartphones and laptops, and maybe they have a smartwatch that talks to their smartphone, and they're wearing really nice clothes. Now I get it. There's a subset of you that are wearing, uh, you know, stuff from the thrift store. Hell, I wear stuff from the thrift store. I believe in thrifting. I believe in maximizing my money. It's not just making money. I believe in maximizing how much money I'm able to save. That's not a bad thing. What that does is if I'm saving money, if you're saving money, that means that I don't need to rely on the government to take care of me in my old age. If I'm maximizing income from my ownership and I'm maximizing my money on the expense side, then I have more in savings, which gives me more um, 
peace of mind as I get older because one day somebody's going to have to take care of me and I don't want it to be the government. My friends, if you're a millennial or a Gen Z, I just want you to hear me very clearly. The government is not the most efficient way of taking care of things. The government, you know what the government is efficient at? The government is as efficient as a hammer. And and the government should never be one size fits all. But it is. That's its nature. And its nature is to be a hammer. It doesn't matter if you need a screwdriver, it's a hammer. It's not efficient. We've seen it time and time again and the most dramatic display of inefficiency of government was in the last um, in the last 12 years when we had the Affordable, Air, uh, Affordable Care Act. Now I realize I'm talking a lot of government stuff and look, you know, there's no secret that I supported Trump and I probably lost half of you already. This is not about that. What this is about is about envy. What this is about is about people who believe that I'm not paying my fair share or you're not pay- you're you're paying more than your fair share. I'm going to tell you something. If you have $100, you're not paying your fair share. You're paying the amount that the government has said you're required to pay based on your income. Guess what? The billionaire, the millionaire, and even me, we're paying the exact amount If we're doing it legally, we're paying the exact amount that the government says we have to pay based on our income and other loopholes and things. I'm actually using the same exact tax code that Warren Buffett uses. I'm using the same exact tax code that Bill Gates uses, that Bezos uses, Musk uses, Donald Trump. Nancy Pelosi, I'm using the same exact tax code. And here's a little secret. So are you. So if if you're looking into your future and you've thought about starting a business, let me pull this full circle here. If you've thought about starting a business in the future or you want to start one today, you're going to have to change your mindset about money and taxes and income. The whole purpose of a business is to maximize income for the owner. In other words, the whole idea of business is to make as much money as possible for the owners. But here's the good news. Here's the absolute good news about capitalism. You, Y-O-U, you, millennial, you, Gen Z, you, Gen Xer, you boomer, and by the way, I've been called a boomer, and I'm not a boomer, I'm a Gen Xer. <laughs> My dad's the boomer. And he's in his eight, he's in his late 70s. You, the owner, get to decide what you do with your money that you make. See, that's the cool thing about business. Business is designed to create as much wealth as possible if you if you allow it to follow its natural progression. Beyond that, business doesn't tell you what you have to do with that money. Now, the wise person will put that money 
back into, put some of that money back into the business. And you have to decide what that is. Because you need to have capital to sustain your business once you grow, start growing it. You need to be able to sustain it. But the, but the net income, what is left over after expenses and taxes are paid, you, millennial, you, Gen Zer, and you, whomever comes after it, I don't know, where, where are we going to start over and call them the alphas? You alphas? You get to decide what you do with that profit. If you want to build well, wells in Africa... If you want to put up cell towers in underserved areas of Zimbabwe, if you want to put shoes on every child's feet in Bogota, Colombia, you get to decide what you do with your money. But guess what? If you are all of a sudden paying your fair share, which is whatever the government decides they're going to take away from you, that limits the amount of good you can do with your money. Now, I'm pretty passionate about this. I, I'm a capitalist. I believe in maximizing my income. I believe in making as much money as I can, and I believe in keeping as much money as I can. But I don't look at sitting on a mound of money as I don't pay my fair share because I will forever and evermore on record will pay what legally, legally I'm required to pay in the tax code. What I do with the remainder of the money afterward is my business. Now, truth be known, I do give away money. Uh, I, I tithe to my church, and I support causes that I believe in. doesn't matter what they are. I support them. So, one last thing I want to mention about Jeff Bezos, Warren Buffett, Bill Gates, Elon Musk, Donald Trump, Nancy Pelosi. You you pick the person who's wealthy. You pick them. Okay? I can guarantee you, I can absolutely guarantee you that they give money to causes that they believe in. Whether it be their religious institution or a cause that is near and dear to them. They give money. And when you tell someone that they're not paying their fair share and they need to pay more, it minimizes the amount of money that they can give to their charity, to their cause. And if you believe in feeding the hungry or taking care of the homeless and you're thinking about starting a business... And, you, and you're pressing for um, people to pay their fair share, at some point, you're going to be limited in how much money you're able to give because money's being taken from you and put into an inefficient system. And that, that is, that's envy of the greatest kind. Where a government believes that they can um, take care of organizations and people better than you and I can. I'm going to tell you, if every single person who is a business owner that's listening to this podcast 
were to take 10%, just 10% of their net income and give it to a charity, this world could be a whole lot better off. There are hundreds of thousands of businesses in the United States alone. If each one of them gave 10% of their net income, we could do a whole lot of good. But if the government insists on taking more of our money, that means that there's less on the bottom line to do a whole lot of good with. I, I realize that I've probably upset some people, but I do hope that this goes viral for, the, for, the, for a good reason. I hope it goes viral because I want people to understand that life, is, um, life doesn't seem fair. And if we can just spread a little bit of good through our own businesses, then we can change the world. Government is not going to change the world. Government is designed to take and suppress. And I want to see us where we um, excel. I want to see a world where we're excelling. So friends, I know this has been long. And I appreciate you sticking with it. Please know that I love you. I believe in you. I don't want to see you envious. I want to see you excel. I want to see you just break loose. And I want to see you win. I'm Dr. Foster. I am the founder of Maximum Change Business Coaching, where I help individuals start their business in seven days or less, even if it's their first time. Hope you have a great day. Get out there and do some good today. Today is your day to make it good. Please like this uh, podcast. And above all, I'm asking you, please share it. Bye-bye.